cheese. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Each week, uh, we review a anniversary movie and An rate it on movie. the Archie Q De Niro scale, which we have made up and is the pinnacle of movie rating scales. You would argue that every movie has an anniversary. That's true. Major anniversary movies. Okay. This year. Okay. A milestone anniversary. A milestone movie. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm good, Lee. How are you? Good, good, good. It's um, it's raining a bit outside and a bit windy. Mm. So the background noises of my garage could suit the story from about an hour and 15 minutes in. Or an hour and 45 or about two hours. Fuck, I tell you what. I saw a meme. It drags. This movie drags a bit. Titanic. At the start. In case you oh, didn't we're know. doing Titanic. Yeah. Um, I saw a meme. Good. Kids today will never know the struggles of having to watch Titanic on two VHSs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will have to learn the struggles of it not being like free on any streaming things. Yeah. No. Sorry, listeners and viewers. We're going to have to choose freebies from no. now on. It's fucking Titanic. As if yeah. it's not on a streaming. Well, it took a billion plus dollars at the box office. Surely James Two Cameron's made dollars. enough money out of it. Two billion dollars. He doesn't need another four ninety nine from me every time mm. I want to watch it. I don't know. A lot of his movies kind of bombed. <laughs> Please. All his movies earn money. Terminator. Terminator 2. Is he Termi- he's Terminator 2, isn't he? Yeah. Not Aliens. Terminator 1, though. Oh, isn't he? I don't know. Aliens. Oh, no, I think he's both Terminators, but he's Aliens, not Alien. Yep. Cool. I think Alien Ridley is Scott. Ridley Scott. Yeah. And Aliens is James Cameron. Yeah. Remind me of Terminator later when we get to my new fan theory segment. Ooh, okay. Mm. The Jack Dawson is the Terminator? Yeah. <laughs> he just terminated. He comes back from the future to he, he terminated save Rose. 1,500 people. <laughs> God. Um, Titanic. You've made a cocktail. I've made a cocktail of a Titanic Your cocktail. choice. It's 25 years of Titanic, by the way. It's blue, just like the um, Atlantic Ocean or the people that died there. Um, What's it called? Have you made it up? It's a Titanic. Oh, we'll it's called call it a Titanic. Titanic. Sure. I thought it was going to be called a Titanic, but then when it we was blue. We call it the heart of the ocean. How about okay. that? There you go. Because it's, it's almost the same color as that. Hang on, hang on. Necklace. Before I drink it. Anyway, um, what's in it? Uh, it has uh, b- vodka, Galliano, Cinzano, vermouth, yep, and blue curacao. Curacao. We've gotten our money's worth out of this blue curacao. Especially, yeah, we've used that two weeks in a row. <laughs> yep. 
we've gotten our money worth out of Galliano vanilla liqueur, which I never knew existed until yep. I needed it a month ago. I also just assuming that it's vanilla in the recipe. Yeah, I don't think Galliano. Galliano. I don't so. think Galliano licorice. Well, no, but it's going to work. Yeah, I we also don't like one. it. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, anyway, the um, it's nice and blue. Quantity is coming up on the screen now, and will be on our socials at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Oh, Lord. It's got no mixer, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my heart. <laughs> it's all warm in my chest. <laughs> it's Which you would need if you were bobbing up and down in the that's Atlantic true. Ocean. That's true. If um, Jack had had a couple of these, maybe he w- wouldn't have fit on the door and he mm. might not have died. It's... Vanilla, for sure. It tastes like vanilla and alcohol. Yeah, there's not much of a taste to it. No. It's all right, though. I don't mind it. I'm only going to give it a two. I'm just sipping it. Yeah, I'm only going to give it a two. It's like because... Because of that face like you made. It's like a martini. <laughs> yeah, it's a like a blue martini. Yeah, two. It's two? not that enjoyable. No. I wouldn't drink another one. You know what? I'd just leave it at the bottom of the fucking ocean. Hang on. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, pull one out. <laughs> pull one out for oh. Rose. Died a, did she die at the end of the movie? On Bill Paxton's ship? I kind of assume yeah. that the weird, stupid, annoying bit with the procession of all the dead people on the boat yeah. was her like joining, dying, joining dying. the other dead. Yeah, and then her kissing them and everybody cheering. Fabrizio wasn't there. White. <laughs> I got a couple of the one the one bit of uh, diversity wasn't there. I got a couple of comments about Fabrizio. Oh, so we're um, agreeing. So we're agreeing on two two on that for the cocktail. Uh, a of the Archie Q De Niro scale for how how alcoholic the movie is. Yeah, starts with the cocktail. Um, how alcoholic is the movie? Oh, uh, look, it's not that alcoholic for a three and a half hour long movie. They drink a lot at the first class dinner. They drink at the dinner. Then cigars and brandy. They drink beer at the little Irish jig party. Yep. And cigars and brandy um, after. Yeah. Then there's like on the boat right at the end, they're on a lifeboat and Cal's like given the flask by someone. Oh, yeah. Which I think is the moment that we're meant to be like, oh, Cal's actually okay. But he's not. No. Not, no. There was some interesting character choice in there. Oh, you can both go, but then we're not going to go. He's going to go back. He got a chance to go out, right? Yeah. To get on a boat. But then he went and got Rose. He actually does love Rose. And then he came, and then we're trying to, and then, but then he fucked her over again. Or more Jack, really. And then he got used this child. We thought, oh, he's going to save this child. No, he was just using it to get on a boat. Yeah, and then he just gave it to a random person. Yeah, and then. I don't know what happened to that kid because I feel like the kid wasn't there later when we saw Was it. that the kid we saw, the baby we saw float? Oh, that was a kid because we saw a dead baby floating. Yeah, but the baby was on the boat with Cal. Yeah, but he could have just turfed the baby. That's a very I mean, Cal thing to do. I wouldn't be surprised. Billy Zane's an asshole. He's Well, the character in the yeah, movie okay. is an we asshole. We keep saying that. We said that about Naomi Watts two weeks ago. <laughs> That's like, true. Naomi Watts is a shit person. Um. He, oh, I've never seen him in a movie where he's a good character. The Phantom. It's not a good movie, but he's a hero. (laughs) I forgot that movie existed. He's one of Biff's bullies. Yeah. Phantom, 
Back to the Future and Titanic, I reckon, are the only things I could name Billy Zane in. Remember that he's for in, six degrees he's of in separation. Recent stuff. He's in something like more recently, I feel. Like some kind of Marvel DC shit. Phantom's a comic book. Anyway, How Alcoholic is the movie? I reckon it's only about a one and a half, two. I was going to say a two. Yeah. Let's give it a two, shall we? Yeah. Because for a long movie, not a lot. No, and they are a long time on the boat. Are they? How long are they on the boat for before it sinks? Uh, three years. Well, or it could no, be three not, days. But it just seems really long is the joke yeah, I was making. but it making. also could be three days. We don't well, know. we could probably work it out because the boat left this and crashed this. We could work that out if I was paying enough attention to the dates. Yeah. I reckon it's two, two, three nights? I reckon Bill Paxton and his offsider tell us exactly because their yeah. only role in this movie is exposition. Yes. Like yeah. when it goes back to them and... um. When is it? It goes back to them and they're like, oh, it's a big boat and it had a small rudder and they had an iceberg warning and the captain was very experienced but figured that if he saw an iceberg, he'd be able to swerve in time, but the boat had a small rudder. Yeah. And I'm like, James Cameron, is that the only reason Bill Paxton is here? To tell us to all tell of us those things about the boat? The kind of background. Yeah. But it went, went too long. I the I got a bit over it. We did not need much of Bill Paxton. We didn't need the, he's looking for the, we think it's just the boat, but it's the diamond. Then we go and then we need the backstory of who the people on the boat are. And then we need more backstory and then more. Like about an hour in, yeah, you knew that Leo was nice but poor. Billy Zane was a dick. Kathy Bates was weird. The mum's a bitch. Kate Winslet hates her life. But they're going to crash. We knew that, okay? Yeah. We didn't need that set up to take an hour and a half. But also, when Rose takes Jack to dinner, she explains who everyone is there. Yeah. So we don't need Bill Paxton to do some of that as well. No. And I also don't know if I like Bill Paxton. No, I didn't really care for him in this... At all. He's and not a, he wasn't a good actor. He did not act well in this. No. I I just I just found there was some clunky exposition on the part of James Cameron. The look, James Cameron um Can isn't do known for writing good dialogue. That's no. not his style. He can write a decent story or steal it from an animated movie. We said, we said similar a few weeks ago about Roland Emmerich in our yes. Rainbow Popcorn yeah. review of Stonewall. Yes, but what James Cameron did is put fictional people in a real story and do it well. Well, and still <laughs> told the real still story. Still told the real story of a boat fucking sinking. So, yeah, but just like... So there was him going back to Bill Paxton and saying, oh, it's a big boat with a small rudder. Like, okay, so we can't steer. Oh, okay, thanks for telling us, James Cameron. And then one of the ship hand people says to the Scotty? first mate. 
I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> Says to the first mate, did you ever find those binoculars for the lookouts? <laughs> no, I did not. Like, okay. All right, then. <laughs> oh, no. That's one step away from breaking the fourth wall. We don't have binoculars. <laughs> breaking the fourth wall and going, there's an iceberg coming later on in the movie. Yeah. Just you wait. Which we already know. <laughs> Which we already because know. Because it's been 110 years now. Yeah. Well, since it's, Titanic. It's been 84 years. 84 years. Insert That's coming up in here. quotability. Next um, is representation. Well, oh, let's get back onto the scale. Yeah. There's going to be lots of tangents because there's a lot to talk about in a three and a quarter hour movie. Yes. Representation. Um, none. Fabrizio, Fabrizio doesn't even get a last name. Doesn't get a, he's just like um, Leonardo. He's just like Jack's either Italian or Spanish friend. Couldn't quite work it out. Yeah. it's uh, He's Jack's Mediterranean best mate who we never see as soon as... Jack sets eyes on Kate Winslet. Yeah, and then he, and then at the end, when they're like, Fabrizio, and then they're like, get on a boat. And so, then yeah. I don't know if they got on a boat. He didn't. Fabrizio got. The friend did. The friend did? The other white friend? No, got shot. Oh, the Irish right. got friend shot. got shot. He got shot. And Fabrizio, I think, got whipped by. No, he got landed a smokestack on. That's right. That yeah. was hilarious. Um, I don't know why I found that <laughs> funny, though. I don't know. But also, maybe it's just of, the way it was like, uh, uh, splash. Yeah. Fabrizio also. Jack obviously does not believe in bros before hoes. Oh, no. Jack is horny. Because so Jack is just like, minutes. see you, Fab. Yep. Um, I may or may not have lost my virginity to this chick, which yep. I'll get to in the horny scale. Oh, he but, did? Oh, no. He'd, he'd had sex no, before. Well, with a French girl. We don't know that. Well, that's going to come up in horniness. Representation is a zero. No, not even a 0.5, an absolute zero. Well, because he's white and not represented well, Fabrizio. No. And there's no people of colour on the ship. No. None that even work there. That's a well, sounds like a racist thing to say. Yeah, but I feel but. like in 1912, even some of those rich American people might have had people of colour yes. as servants. Mm. But they didn't. On leaving. In this movie anyway. Yeah. So that's a zero. Oh, Billy Zane definitely had slaves. Let's be honest. Oh, certainly his the father did. The character that he plays in the movie <laughs> definitely had slaves. Is Billy that's Zane something I new should... or old money? Oh, he's new money. Kathy Bates is new money. No, I think yeah, Billy Kathy, Zane's old, old money. money. He's old money. So his dad had slaves. Yeah. And then Kate Winslet's family was old money, but then the dad stuffed it up. Yeah. Billy Zane's characters, Cal's dad and granddaddy, had slaves. Yeah. Yep. Cry is the C in Archie. All right. Okay. I'm going to give it a one and a half. Okay. And I'll tell you the moments where my eyes moistened. Okay. Oh, I tell you what. It is definitely a movie people cry at. Oh, it's a crier. I yeah. didn't because... You're not a crier. I'd seen it before as well. And I probably... Oh, well, yeah, anyway, I'm not a crier. The bit where... You could probably guess a couple of bits where I teared up. Okay. The bit where it goes all slow motion-y and they show the captain dying and the old people in the bed. Ding. Which is very iconic. And then the mum reading like something to her kids. That mum is also an alien. And the band? The band. Yep. I cried when the band... (laughs) He's crying now. No, because they're just so committed. It has been an honour to play with you gentlemen this evening. Yeah. 
and then they all leave and then he plays and they all come back and play. Which rem- like, remember that for impact yes. as well. <laughs> um, they're just like, well, I'm going to fucking die. I may as well play music. That guy could have floated on his double bass. Actually, no, it's too light. It's also the, it'd have to stay the right way up or the F-holes would fill with water. Yeah. Mm. He probably could have floated on his double bass. Right. Could Jack and Rose fit on the double bass? No. <laughs> um, so the old couple and the mother and children and the band, but also this is fucking stupid. When Rose jumps off the lifeboat back onto the Titanic, I tear really? up then. Yeah, because it's love. Yeah. And I know it's stupid. And normally like in a disaster movie, I would be like, you dumb bitch. Yep. And I was thinking that. But I was also like, oh, they're so in love. And she's, but also singing, she's, a she's dumb looking bitch. and then the fireworks, not the dark fireworks, go off in the background and that's in the film clip to the song. And oh. But also if you're Billy Zane, that's when you really know that she has no, no feelings for you. Because you and yeah. Leo are standing next to each other yeah. and she does not look at Cal once. Yeah. And also it's funny that, if, you know, if she stays on, it's like good for you. You should save yourself. But yeah. if Billy Zane stays on about you, like, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, because but because he's already spent two hours being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. But also we get sucked into the women and children of the 1910s. Yeah. Hmm. Women and children only. That's when I moisten. So I'm giving it a one and a half. One and a half. All right. Because it was three. I didn't cry when Jack died. Nope. It was three moistenings and one tear. Oh, okay. Yeah. So half, half. Okay. Yep. Yeah, cool. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, that's good. That we haven't had a cry for a while. No, so. I cried in Aladdin. I did cry in Aladdin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I teared up when he gave. Not when they <laughs> fall in love. <laughs> when they fall in love. When Genie gives Aladdin a bro hug, and, and when he free. gave the bread to the kid. That's right. Yeah, because I'm a softie. Um, Titanic horny. is a horny movie. Mm. Kate's horny. Yep. Leo's horny. There are some horny lines. He's horny for her right away. You know who else are horny for each other? Bill Paxton and Rose's granddaughter. Unnecessary. Like, ooh. Unnecessary. Don't need that. Piss off. Yeah. Bill I, Paxton's not even that good looking. No. Or maybe you were like, oh, well, I'm on a boat. Some, there's a line in there about semen. Um, it's horny. Like, they're horny. Well, they're teenagers. Jack they and Rose are. are teenagers. They are teenagers. <laughs> well, Rose is 17. Uh, Jack, we don't know his age. I think 20. But he's definitely in his pretty young Leo stage. Yep. Leo of 90s. Um that's the good thing about Paris. A lot of women are willing to take their clothes off. He's not a virgin. What do you, you, when no. they root, when they root in the back of the car, an artist that looks like that that went to Paris, he's not a virgin. Yeah, no. <laughs> if they when they had sex in the back of the car, he reacts like he's just had his first sex ever. Yeah, and she's like, "Are you okay?" So maybe she's had lots of sex too. Maybe um, no, she hasn't. Or maybe he was just really disappointing and she was like oh okay is that it maybe that's the first time he'd had sex with someone he truly loved well that that's it Be- that but he's definitely a, an, a french prostitute with one leg yeah. he's definitely had sex with a french prostitute oh yes because 
Yeah. If someone that looks like that goes to Paris, even if they're not an artist drawing prostitutes, yeah, they're going to be doing stuff. Yep. He's so pretty though, Leo. He's not pretty now, but he was very pretty then. Oh, he was ridiculously pretty. Which might be why he only dates women up to 25 years old. Because he's trying to remember when he was young and he's pretty. He's trying to remember when he was young and pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Also, the drawing scene. Or the it sexual was, tension. It he was, was the like, most erotic moment of my life. He's like, let me block my pants yeah. with this book. It's a little bit... The book was unlevel. Trying yeah. Trying to unlevel. It's like a spinning top. <laughs> And it was the most erotic experience of my life up until then. Yeah, because like an hour and a half later, you're rooting in the back of some random's car. Yeah. And putting your hand on the, the window. The hand on the window. Iconic. Going, iconic. Um, uh, it's it's pretty high up there for the horny. I, am, I have a th- point. I think their horniness caused the crash. Because the guys okay. in the, the yep. guys in the lookout. I'll let you. I'll let yep. you explain. The guys in the lookout without mm. binoculars are yep. too busy watching them make out on deck to notice the icebergs coming. Yeah, because they're okay. looking away. Right. They're not looking frontwards. Bow. Would they have seen that iceberg any sooner and have been able to turn? I think they would have seen it sooner if they weren't so horny. If they weren't watching that and they had binoculars and maybe like a light. Yeah. And not like the speed Electricity thing. lights on a boat. It's interesting. There was a lot of commentary about how bad the running of the boat was. Oh, it was a schmuzzle towards the end. Yeah. You know what I... I this... Anyway, that was my, <laughs> yeah. that's my theory. Rose and Jack... Caused the crash of the Titanic. Yeah, you by know being what? distractingly horny. <laughs> what I've worked out in happens in movies a lot mm. is that the regular people that aren't in charge are yeah. better at the people that are in charge. Yeah, because the captain, who's been a ship captain for twenty six years, as we're told on three different occasions. Yeah, as soon as shit turns, he just loses it. Mm. He just like stops. And like Victor Garber, the the boat builder man, designer, he was just like, well, I'm just going to stay here and die. Oh, the um, dad from... not even going to give it a go? The dad from Alias or the dad from Jumanji? The dad from Alias, not the dad from Jumanji. Okay, because the dad from Jumanji is like, fuck this, I'm getting off. Yeah, well, he he did... Yeah, well, yeah. And he basically does this one. So... (laughs) That's a visual joke for the podcast yeah. listeners. Does that thing where he puts his hands up next to his eyes so that the crew can't see him getting on a life raft? Yeah. Asshole. A four. Um, I think it's a four. I was going to say a four. It's character-based horny and it's story-driven horny now because they've they because caused they the crash. Caused the crash. Or the horniness of the crow's nest, which might not be the right term, hmm. caused the crash. Yeah, okay. All right? Yep. I'd get the theory. I disagree, but whatever. We're in the Archie Because they're not real. And it really happened. But in the James Cameron world. Oh, okay. In the James Cameron metaverse. Yeah, the James Cameron universe, which, coming back to my theory later, the it, ca- it caused the crash. Okay. Eye of Archie is insults. 
You, this is more your thing this than me. I only thing. wrote one thing. Right. You are You're, rude and uncouth. <laughs> I've wrote. I'm thinking new money. New money was used as an insult. Oh, Kathy it was Bates derogatory. Is new money. Yeah. Old money like us. Yep. Um, you unimaginable bastard. Oh, oh that's uh, that I wrote in quotability. Mm. Well, it's double, but it's also an insult. You're right. Um, yeah, it's quite an insult. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm saying I've I've heard it in movies a bit. Mm. Charmed, I'm sure. Is that an insult? Because you're like charmed, but ugh, am I? I actually think it's. I actually think it's your charmed. I'm sure. Like you're uh, so you're mm. so beneath me that you're right. charmed. I'm sure. Uh, well, there you go. It's still insulting. Yeah. And are you aware of Freud? His theories and preoccupation with size may be of interest to you. Oh. In front of the whole dinner table, in front you've of got a small penis. The the top of the tops on that ship. Yes. You have, a and small even though penis. the richest person on the ship though wasn't on that table, was he? Guggenheim was he there? Guten, Gutenberg, Guggenheim, not, Stu, not Steve, not Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg or Gutenberg that wrote the Bible, no. printed the Bible. Oh, oh. <laughs> allegedly, I don't know. Um, Jesus I, wrote the Bible. What are you going to do? Be a whore to this gutter rat? <gasps> oh, I'd rather be his whore than your wife. We've got two two hot street rats in a row. Jeez, Aladdin into Jack Dawson. So it's quite a few insults. A whore to he. Yeah. Basically anything Billy Zane says or does. Except when he goes, I make my own luck and pulls his money out of the safe and then his dumb idiot bodyguard valet goes, me too, and then shows his gun. Mm. Fucking idiot. We know you've got a gun, all right, mate? You're, he's a dick as well. And then here, person that's going to die on this ship, take my money. You'll use that when you're dead in about 20 minutes. Yeah. But that's the thing with people with money. Mm. There's lots of Money class commentary. Yeah, like they were just going to lock the poor people down there to drown. Or even when they then they get on the rescued boat, and like your people aren't here. This is steerage. Yeah, I'm like just get on the fucking boat, people. Yeah, the rescue boat, the big yeah. rescue boat. Yeah. They still separate the classes. It's no bigger than the Mauritania. Um, I'm going to give it a solid three for insults. Yes. Well, one of like the insults is iconic. It's very iconic. I'm going to give it a two and a half. Two and a half. Because I didn't notice them as much as you. All right. All right. The end of Archie, the E of Archie, stands for enclosure, which is our right. house. The boat is fucking massive. It's a huge boat. Let's be honest. But it's not where one person lives. But... In the scale of a boat, oh, Kate and Billy Zane yep. basically live in a whole house yep. on the boat. They live in the size of my apartment on yep. a boat. They've got a sunroom, a living room, a bedroom, a full bathroom. Yep. Jack is in a four-bed dorm. Jack's with people and are like, that's not Sven. <laughs> <laughs> Sven gets a last name. Sven and Olaf. Sven and from Olaf. Frozen. Got last names. How funny is that? Fabrizio, no last name. No last name. <laughs> um, oh, I'm tempted to say a two and a half. I'm tempted to just say a two. 
We're separate on this, though. No, we're the same. Oh, fuck. I can't keep track. Because there's usually an answer. Yeah, that's true. We'll go with 2.25. Ooh. I've worn you down to 2.25. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Speaking of cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just like the people in the Atlantic, I breathed in some liquid. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm not going to drown. Even though I don't know if you can hear it. It's fucking raining. I don't know if people can read it. It's actually like pissing down. Sorry, listeners. We're going to need a lifeboat to get out of the garage. Shock on the door. Ah, you're dead. Oh, okay. I've the cue so is quotability. Anyway. Oh, God. Quotability. This could be a long episode. Look. It's been, it's been, it's 84, been 84 years. I'm the king of the world. King of the world. Have you looked up the AFI list? It's on there. Okay. Um, I'll never let go is said by like a lot of times by di- same character. Two I'll characters. never let go. Don't let go of your promise. I'll never let go of your promise. Promise, promise. Let go, promise. Let go. Draw me like one of your French girls. One that's misquoted. People often say, paint me like one of Mm. your French girls, which is incorrect. I'm the king of the world. tits, though. Yeah. He would have used a lot of charcoal. He focused a lot of time on that area. Yeah. In the drawing and maybe later on in the car. No, he was quick. It was over Um, about 45 (laughs) seconds. (laughs) They they weren't sinking. No, they weren't sinking by that point, were they? He was. Well, if he'd taken any... (laughs) Hey, at least least let him make a wet joke. Oh, no. (laughs) If he'd taken any longer, that's the first bit to sink. Where the cars are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm King of the World is number 100 on the AFI Top 100 quotes. This was done like, you know, 10 years after this had been done or whatever. I think it should be higher than that. I think if you redid it now, it'll probably be higher. You unimaginable bastard, I've already said, is in quotability. Yeah. Um, Will the lifeboats be seated according to class? Not quotable, but just like I've heard people say that before. Really? How many lifeboats have you gotten on? Well, (laughs) ooh. Um, I don't know. That was no answer. He exists now only in my memory. That's a meme too. Well, he is dead. So, yep. Well, that goes along with the fan theory that I'm going to come up with. Not well, he's with, dead, but there was no... Oh, I get what you're saying now. Okay. There's no record of him anywhere. Yeah. Because there's no record... Of, well, there wouldn't be, would there? No, there wouldn't be because... Yeah, because he didn't have a ticket. Also, he's... He's Sven. No, but it's also 1912. Yeah. So it's not like... He's done the census. He's got like... A tax file number or a social security, like yeah, he's not got all. He's the- an orphan. He hasn't done the census, and like yeah, they didn't actually really check his ticket. No, I didn't like when he goes. We're American. We don't have lice. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, oh, well, yeah, that's true. He's not even, and Fabrizio isn't even American. No, there you go. So he's Whitewashing Mediter- his Mediterranean. He must have lice. Never let go of that promise. I don't believe that about Mediterraneans. I was making a joke in the oh, context okay. of the movie. There's a whole never let go and all that stuff. Yeah. I, quotability, I tell you what. One thing about dialogue, oh, I want to say, which we often put in quotability. When he's handcuffed to the pipe, she oh. goes to get something and he says, I'll just wait here. Dumb. Unnecessary. Also. The di- dialogue 
had I had some issues with some of the dialogue. I think I wrote a fair few notes where it's like, no. No. Yeah. Like, it didn't need to happen. What I didn't like about that scene where he says, I'll just wait here. She comes back with an axe, right? He says, have a practice shot. She does. It's fucking diabolical. And she goes, that's enough. He goes, that's enough. That was shit. He's definitely going to chop her. She's definitely going to chop his hand off. But then he trusts it. Trust me. Do you trust me? That's another. That comes up a lot. Yeah. And grab my hand, all that shit. She closes her eyes. Yep. And swings and get it bang on. Also, I don't think an axe would open handcuffs. Would chop the chain. Without chopping the pipe beneath it. Or chopping his fucking hand off. Yeah. Um, the other thing, it was like they, um, the boat's sinking. They're running in the hallway. There's water up to their fucking knees. This is bad. Fuck it, you think? Yeah. And the ship's sinking, mate. Then they went there. They couldn't go that way because that the exit was thing and was water. Yep. So they went this other way. And then they break through this door. <laughs> One of the guy that works on the boat's like... Be careful. That's White Star yeah. Line property. You're going to have to pay for that. I'm like, well, where are they going to die? Well, this, the boat's ruined, so I'm not paying for shit, mate. Yep. Oh, can I say one thing about the boat sinking, or should we do that at the end? I mean... <laughs> that door broke easily, right? Another thing that broke easily... Was the boat? This is an unsinkable ship. Mm. An iceberg tears through the side of that ship like Kaniki's car tore through Danny Zuko's. <laughs> Like, I just went. <laughs> That's a very weird reference, but I picture it. Everyone pi- yeah. can picture it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, how easy is that? That's yeah. like, the unsinkability, did they just think it was so big that even if it hit an iceberg, it would knock the iceberg out of the way? Yeah, it's just like, it's made of iron. It looks like it was made of like aluminium sheet. Yeah, it just tore through the guts of the ship. No wonder it sunk. And then the dad from Alias is just like, well, we can't have five sections filled because then we're done for. Yeah. Four, fine. Five, no. No. But also they closed the doors. They just killed half their engine staff. Yeah. Just went chonk, done, you're gone. See you later. Fuck yeah. Quotability. Is that what we're scoring now? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a... Three and a half. Nah, I'm giving it a 4.25. Despite what the AFI says, I'm king of the world. No one goes on a boat without doing that. I did that on the Spirit of Tasmania. Exactly. I did it on a cruise cruise that I took from Williamstown to Marvel Stadium. So I did it. I did it on the Maribyrnong River last week. Oh, I shouldn't make light of that. Okay. On the jetty from so Footscray in- Park that <laughs> yeah. washed away. We're into um, De Niro, right? Okay. And the D of De Niro starts for drink. Coke or Pepsi? No. Neither. Adam's drink was not even invented yet. Brad's drink? Oh, fuck. Who the fuck is Adam? Adam's Brad's brother. Adam was the first man on earth. He didn't make a drink. He did not make... He invented Coke. He invented Pepsi. And she invented Coke. Luckily, I spilled blue on the blue part of my (laughs) T-shirt. A little bit of behind the scenes. It's Halloween day. We're recording this. Yep. And our niece came over to borrow my black face paint. Mm. And we didn't. She didn't go in blackface. No. <laughs> she's being. She's going as a cat witch. Witch cat. So she a, needed a black whiskers. Cat. And mum was like, oh, Uncle Lee can do it. I'm like, no, mum. I'm wearing a white t shirt and I'm about to go on YouTube. <laughs> I cannot touch black face paint. I left the room. <laughs> 
um, for other reasons. Um, what that other sounds reasons? like I don't like my niece. That's <laughs> like, like why? Fuck, she's here. I'm oh, out. I'm out. We can't be in the same room at the same time. Um, okay. The, the tension between this four-year-old and Brett. <laughs> mm. I felt awkward in the room. <laughs> No, we love our niece. We love all our family, despite the fact that I cried. And you nice cry when family families moment. come on TV. Drink, neither, zero. Yeah. Easy, move on, endurance. E. All right. Endurance. Okay. Quite good. Still looks... Quite good. The effects of the boat, especially there was one shot where the boat's going up, right? Yeah. Yep. And they're in the... Some people are in the lifeboat and you see the big propeller. That looks really bloody good. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote this. All right. Not bad effects of the big engines and stuff yeah right so what he's done is filmed little engines and then cgi'd people in it yes okay. i'd worked that out okay but then the more you look at it the worse they get <laughs> yeah there was one bit so jack and rose are running through the water in a hallway yep it was clearly other people and their faces were cgi'd on it looked like Remember, you, it's like, like you could see a line yeah. around the Remember, face. like, three or four years ago when deep fakes started to be a thing and everyone was like, and people were like, look, I've made this guy look like Tom Cruise. And I'm like, no, you've made that guy kind of look like he's wearing a bit of a digital Tom Cruise mask. Yes. That's what this looked like. Yeah, yeah. One, so one effects was, it became clearer and clearer that the CGI, people were CGI'd into the engine rooms. Mm-hmm. Then it was a bit... Some of the people walking on the deck in the big shots were a bit cartoony. Yes. At one point, I thought the captain was Tom Hanks' character from the Polar Express. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... Okay. That was quite cartoony. Yeah. There were Also, the effects of when people started falling off the boat or jumping off the boat. Yeah. At one stage, it looked like people were just, like, throwing, like... Dummies, dummies off, off. the thing because they were just like, Ugh. yeah, and then ding hit the rail. Some of that was good though. Yeah, tragic, but I think he has done well enough to make you involved enough in the story that you um, are just in it. Yeah, and you don't necessarily think, oh, is this real or not? Yeah, and. He's also done well to make any shot where you see the boat a big, wide, like a long shot. So yep. you don't, he doesn't have to CGI people into the boat. You just yes. see the boat in the ocean, that's all CGI. Yep. So you don't notice the contrast of real and not. Yeah. Um, so I think um, it's well still- done. Uh, critically acclaimed director James Cameron on being able to do good director things. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should have won an Oscar for this. Oh, um, that's coming up. I think that it did he is, win any? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he won a couple. I think he won a few for yeah. just this movie. Mm. Um, because he edits them as well. Right. He wrote it. He wrote, directed, it, and directed it, it. Yeah, produced everything. Um, and Drew Rose's tits. Drew Rose's tits. I think that's the best thing he did in the movie. <laughs> um, an article I read read was like. Because I knew someone, and the drew best it. thing he did as well was not cast Rob Lowe in Billy Zane's character. Rob Lowe was about to be number two, wasn't he? Mm. Um, Young number two. 
Roblo has had a very interesting, just a side note, a very good and interesting career because like the 80s, yeah, like drama, 80s kind of drama with a couple of comedies in. Okay. Then late night, 90s, he gets into a bit the comedy. Yep. And then Parks and Rec. Yes. But then also just as Parks and Rec finishes, he uh, is a major role in this like Firefighter one. Oh, the nine one one. Yeah, yeah. And I, Texas Lone Star nine one one Lone, Lone Star. Star. Yeah. yeah, um, it's not bad. And he's very serious in it though. But I just finished watching him in Parks and, Parks Rec. and Rec. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a very good actor. He's good, but he and, and he does he's like. I guess he's good looking. He's like come he's on, ridiculous. Looking. Chris Traeger is very good looking. Yeah, that's his character in Parks and Rec. He is more someone that I can watch in different things than Steve Carell. Yep. I was saying to someone the other day, so Shane and I have every streaming service. Okay. And we wanted to cut one or two. Okay. And I've decided we're going to cut Apple TV. Oh, Apple TV. Yeah, Apple TV Plus. Because the only thing I really wanted to get it for was Morning Wars with Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. But... It's very serious, Steve Carell's part. And in the first couple of episodes, he does a lot of yelling. Yeah, and he just sounds like... And I just think Brick yeah. Tamlin yeah. every time he yells. I, I thought that too. I just think, loud noises. I'm like, well, I can't watch this then. So what are you going to do when Ted, the next series of Ted Lasso <gasps> comes out? Like, oh, we can't cancel are you gonna be? Yet. Are you going to be like, Brett, what's your login to Apple TV? Plus? Yeah, we're going to have to share. If Apple's listening... We don't share. Steve Jobs we probably don't, on the nobody, grave. Nobody ever shares logins. Who's the CEO of Apple? Tim Cook. Right. Some gay dude. We don't we don't share Tim Cook. No. Um, what are we up to? We're still on endurance. I think I'm going to give it a four. Wait, why would I not give it a five? Because of the bad deep fake. Yeah, I'll do a four. And Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. Yeah, oh, okay. is on the deck. <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Because also, well, and this will come up a bit in rewatchability. It's still watchable, and it's still an iconic movie now. I'd say, I, yeah, I, I might save a bit for overall, but it did drag a bit. I am going to start letting this influence my endurance score. If the movie is big enough that you still have to pay for it, that's high endurance. Okay. Because... Obviously, they've gone, lots of people want to watch it, a lot. Yeah, okay. So, we're going to make money out of it. Sure. Rather than just putting it on a free. Okay. Do you know what I, I mean? I understand. <laughs> so, I'm giving it a four. What did you say for endurance? Uh, I said also a four. Four. Tell you what, this is... Uh, Nostalgia. Sco- scoring pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you'd think so. Jesus. It's the uh, second biggest, third biggest... Movie of all time, money-wise, for inflation. Oh, Avengers Endgame. No, I think it's about five now. Because of bloody D- uh, Marvel. It's like... Gone with the Wind, Well, Avatar. If you, oh, well, if you adjust it for inflation, it's still up there. I think it's still second. Surely Avatar's ahead of it. No, I think... Um, highest grazing blockbusters of all time adjusted for inflation. Ready? Did you Google highest grossing films adjusted for inflation and then say, I wonder if that will tell me. No, I said highest grossing movie inflation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Number one is Gone with the Wind. Before you go any further, you wrote keywords, right? Yeah. 
When I remember learning how to use a search engine at school in like year 10. Yes. It was on AltaVista. Yeah. And the library teacher was teaching me, us. Mm. It wasn't like a one-on-one. For some reason, they were like, Lee, you are worthy <laughs> of one-on-one search engine lessons. And she was like, just search keywords. Don't type a whole question in because it's not going to cope. But Google now, people type a whole question in. Like, mm. what's the highest grossing film of all time adjusted for inflation? So number one, I don't know when this was written, is all I'm going to say. Is there a year? Oh, at the top 2018. Of- well, that's not too bad. We had, oh, we've had Endgame. There'd be another one, maybe. Gone with the Winds adjusted squiggly line 3.9 billion avatar adjusted uh approximately is what the squiggly line is 3.5 billion titanic 3.26 billion is there an avengers on there star wars 3.22 billion avengers endgame 2.96 sound of music wow sound of music et 10 commandments dr Zhivago, star wars episode 7 I've somehow accidentally got these things come up in my Facebook feed, right? How is Snow White 11th adjusted for inflation 2.2 billion? I don't know. I don't trust this now. So if you adjust it for inflation, this is in my mind, it doesn't make sense. Mm. If you adjust it for inflation, Snow White made the same amount of money as Jurassic Park. That in my mind, that doesn't (laughs) work out. Not that I was here to see like how busy the cinema was in 1937. That's how inflation works, though. Yeah, but yeah, okay. And then Jaws. Anyway. Um, I've somehow, you saying Ten Commandments reminded me, I've somehow ended up getting in my feed, uh, because of the algorithm, a whole lot of, like, facts about movies. Okay, yep. And one of them because was... Because you Google about looking up facts no, about movies like, every week? No, but I think I looked at one, I clicked on one picture... Okay. And so Facebook has decided that I need to see every post that this page makes. Mm-hmm. And one was like, there's a Mel Brooks movie that has a moment from the movie Ten Commandments in it. Okay. Right? And it's it says, not only did this Mel Brooks movie that I've forgotten the title of um, make fun of this scene in Ten Commandments, but they also got Mel Brooks to wear the same costume as Charlton Heston. I'm like, well, yeah, that's how you, that's <laughs> that's how how you do you a parody. visually see that it's from that. Yeah. Not only, like, not only did Scary Movie make fun of Scream, it also made Cindy look like Nev Campbell. Like, yeah. yeah. Not, <laughs> not, yeah. not only did Scary Movie make fun of um, I Know What You Did Last Summer, but the girl whose character is... Michelle, Sarah Michelle Gellar, is named Buffy. Not only did Austin Powers take the piss out of James Bond, but they made him do things that James Bond would do. (laughs) (laughs) Not Um, only did Robin Hood men in tights make the fun, take fun of Robin Hood movies, he's named fucking Robin Hood. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Um, So, yes. Carrie Elvis is the best thing that James Wan's ever done. Oh, um, speaking of lots of comments Robin about Hood. James Wan, Rob- so many bad oh James Wan movies I've watched recently. I think I want to watch Saw again just to reset my opinion of him. Um, speaking of Robin Hood Men in Tights, nostalgia, nostalgia, <laughs> um, nostalgia slash rememberability. Oh, look, I, I mean, come on. I didn't remember that 
Bill Paxton was just there to make money by finding the diamond. Okay. Uh, I remember the diamond being a thing, but I don't yeah. remember it being why they found her. And I also don't remember her narrating. Can I say one more thing about her finding her and dialogue? One uh, thing yeah. that shits me is a moment like this, right? The Kelly Clarkson song? Yeah. Bill wow, Paxton. That's a big call. That is a <laughs> vague mm. reference to. She won American Idol with that song. Um, you mean the talk show host, Kelly Clarkson? The talk is show she a host. Singer? She's a singer. Oh, yeah. And so go. is that other talk show host, Jennifer Hudson. And so is that other talk show host, Queen Latifah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so is Ricky like, I don't know when I go. Jerry Springer, great voice. Yeah. Ronaldo, Donahue. <laughs> Geraldo. Geraldo. Who's Ronaldo Donahue? Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> but also Donahue is someone, I'm sure. Anyway. What he is- got, Bill Paxton goes on the news, right? And yep. says, we're looking for this woman's tits. Yep. Right? Because they found the drawing. Yep. And that guy that is not is like a young version of Richard Dreyfus. He wants to take that picture home. That's in the horny scale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he goes on the news and says, we're looking for this woman's tits because we want to actually find her necklace yeah. so I can make money. Yeah. So Cause zoom I'm in. Because <laughs> I'm not spending all of this money on a subpar submarine yeah. to not find the diamond. Then there's a phone call. Like, then yes. we see Rose. Yeah. Rose is like, that's me. Rose is doing pottery for some reason. Then we cut back to the ship and this guy says there's a phone call. The thing that really annoys me is he comes up to Bill Paxton and says, there's a phone call, you'll want to take this. And he's like, who is it? Oh, you'll want to take it. Like, well, just, just tell say me who it's it the is. fucking woman. Yeah, it's because like, it's, it's not it's as if the audience doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the same thing of, I don't have time to explain. Mm. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. If I had a secretary, which I probably need, and they came to me and said, oh, Mr. Cole, hey, are you going to want to take this phone call? I'm like, okay, sure. Who is it? Are you going to want to oh, take no, it? No, you're going to want to take like, it. It'll be me. Um, <laughs> I'm calling um, you. <laughs> you're fired. Yeah. You, the <laughs> first part of your job is that. Anyway, that was an aside to nostalgia and rememberability. I forgot that she narrated it, Yeah, which is understandable because at some point, the narration just stops. Yes, it's it's that's yeah. I didn't like that. Is it? Does it stop when they hit the iceberg? No, it stopped before that. Oh, because I I did have a thought of like, no, but it wasn't consistent. It was because then it was like you know, then the drawing scene, then they cut to her, then this, then they cut to her, and then sometimes she's talking through, and then sometimes it's cuts back to now time. Because one of my thoughts was maybe. They, it's essentially a movie of two halves mm. of this is a, a woman remembering her love story. Yes. And then this is a James Cameron disaster movie. Yeah. Which it is. But then the narration stopping when they hit the iceberg makes sense. But if it just kind of peters out. There wasn't a lot of narration in that epic when it was the disaster movie bit, because then it just pops up and she goes, People died that day. One boat came back and got six people. I was one of them. Well, fuck you here. Obviously. Duh. You somehow got a whistle. That whistle would have been stuck to his lips. 
Like, you know, when you put your tongue on a She would have been, like, dumb and dumber. She would have been blowing the whistle through that guy's dead lips. Because she would have broke the lips off. Yeah, but it didn't. But it managed to stay in there conveniently for him. Yeah. Um, Anyway. That one thing that... When everyone's like, there's no record of Jack, he kind of existed in the movie. Yeah. Like, she managed to just get off the boat and be Rose Dawson. Yes. Record keeping of 1912, not strong. Yeah. Not like, um, can you show me some ID? Yeah. Just go, well, it's on the fucking boat, mate, at the bottom of the Atlantic. Well, I got hacked, so I got to get a new driver's license. Yeah, I was with Optus. Yeah. And now I'm with fucking Medibank. (laughs) God. Anyway, we're getting hacked right now. Yeah. That sounds like a sexual thing. (laughs) I gave my my details to Two Drink Cinema. (laughs) Don't. Yeah. Except for Um, Patreon. Well, yeah, give me your credit card details. Um, (laughs) Nostalgia is like epic nostalgia. Like this is the biggest movie of Of my life. Yeah, okay. See, Well, Avatar I think has felt bigger to me. Maybe because I worked at the movies then it shut well, me true. up the wall. This is the first movie I remember being epic and everyone seen. Yeah. So that in the terms of nostalgia is high. I, yeah, and I think it's like, yeah, everybody had seen it. Everybody knew the song. The song. Well, I was going to ask if the song comes up in quotability. The song comes up in nostalgia. The song comes up in quotability, nostalgia and impact. And, impact. and re-listenability. Archie QS De Niro, song five. <laughs> song five. Um, nostalgia, I'm going to give it Anything a... Anything with, with a rip and tin whistle in it is great. I'm going to give it a four. Also, if you don't know the melody of that song by the time she actually sings it in the credits, yeah. you've not been paying attention. Because it underscores, I reckon if you add it up, about a th- at least a third of the movie. Yeah. Because it's the opening... It's the bit where they're falling in love. It's the bit where they're sexing. It's the bit where they're trying to get out. Even it changes into like some minor key version when they might not get out. I just don't like that the song is tacked on the credits. Yeah. But I also wouldn't know where to put it in the movie. Well, everywhere. James Horner. Every night in his dreams, yeah. No, but like... The melody is everywhere. Well, he wrote the fucking song, so... Yeah, but I was going to say, John Williams doesn't... He does. Every time Luke... Every time Luke... Every time Luke Skywalker comes on screen, we hear the same music. That's the point. Yeah. That's what John Williams does. Yes. Um, I'm giving it a four and a half out of five for nostalgia. I'm giving it a four. Why would I not give it a five? I'm not giving it a nostalgia for the watching of it. I'm giving it a nostalgia of remembering how big it was. Yes. I'm giving it a, my extra half is for the watching. There you go. Okay. Just, I don't know why I need to justify my answers. Answers? Whatever. Scores. Okay. Show you working out. Show my working out. Impact. We have. We've got the notes. If anyone needs proof, <laughs> we'll send you the Google Doc. Impact. What is next? Impact. It won all the Oscars. It won all the Oscars. Except? Except it won 11, didn't it? It won 11 out of 14 nominations. There's a lot of Oscars. There's more than 14 Oscars. Well, really? there's all those ones that aren't televised. No, they're all televised. Oh, there's... No, know, there's like... Technical best, yardage. Best, per- best gaffer. Like, that's not televised. Well, that's not an Oscar. Best, best boy. That's not an Oscar. <laughs> that's their own, the best boy awards. Really? The only categories it probably wasn't nominated in was like 
Best screenplay, thank God. Oh, really? Best actor, best supporting actor. So Leo and Billy didn't get a go? Nah, God no. I, can the, I say? Did this launch Leonardo into real actorness? I think he was already a thing. Like, if you think, I think this is after The Man in the Iron Mask. No, it's before. Oh, is it? Was it was also before The Beach. Well. But it was after Gilbert Grape and after he was a guest and adopted son in Family Ties. Mm. That, to me, is the iconic Leonardo DiCaprio. When Family he, Ties. Yeah, when he played Michael J. Fox's adopted You're brother. <laughs> um. It ov- I think it, it obviously launched Kate Winslet mm. so and her tits. If you say Kate Winslet to me, all I think of is Titanic and extras. <laughs> most, people would, most people would say <laughs> Titanic. Not most would say. Is she the reader? The reader, yeah. Where she roots the younger person in the bath. Do you know that... Um, recently I did a trivia night and dominated and won. Of course. I had other people on the team, but anyway, shout out to them if you're listening. <laughs> um, well done for the couple of points you contributed. <laughs> Great. My friend. There was one thing, you know, it's like, oh, is this true or false? And we're like, oh, true, false. But, and, you know, it was thing. And most of us said false. Yep. And then I was like, Brent's going to crack it because he said true and it's going to be true. <laughs> And then it was true. And he was like, oh, I said that. I'm like, yeah, well, you got the 50-50 right. And then at one point we were like, we had 21 points at mm. that point. I was like, I just answered 21 fucking questions. So <laughs> shut up. As a joke, of course. We um, need to find a trivia night, pub trivia night. Anyway. Yeah. So impact-wise. Impact it won all the Oscars. Where was I going with it my It launched Kate. Oh, there was a question about Leonardo and Kate in there. Oh, okay. Um, it launched Kate. It launched, really launched Leo. Yeah, he went from cute guy to absolute superstar. Yeah. Um, the song. All the Oscars. It's, it was the highest grossing movie for a very long time. It's just iconic. There are so many iconic things in it. One more thing about the song. Okay. Enya, didn't, Enya was going to do it. I was like, oh, no. Nah. I was like, it wouldn't have been a power ballad. No, she no. She was James Cameron offered her to write the music. Oh, because she would She's have had Irish. a bit of Irish. Yeah, she probably knows how to play the tin whistle. I don't think Celine knows how to play well, the tin whistle. In, they learned it that instead of the recorder. Instead of the recorder, the um, I reckon the Titanic was made out of the same tin as a tin whistle, and it dents easily because I've got a dented tin whistle at yeah. home. Mucks the tuning up. I only just realised. Yeah. I only just realised that the heart in my heart will go on could also have been the diamond. Um, it could have, but it's not. <laughs> but it is. But it's it's both. Well, it's my what? love heart. They wrote a fucking love ballad about no, no, a fucking diamond it's both. necklace. The heart represents her love, which is why she goes. At the end. And then she dies. Because it's resolved. She dies after she loses her heart. Her heart goes on into the ocean and then she doesn't die. Do you reckon Bill Paxton threw her into the ocean after she died on the ship? After No, she he pushed her in the ocean after she had the thing that he was looking for <laughs> that whole fucking time he and came never around, told anyone. He came around the corner, saw her go, oh, 
And he's like, oh, you're dead, bitch. Got yeah. a flare and Pushed shot her. Pushed her and then had um, took advantage of grief sex, the granddaughter. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go there. That escalated. There are so many. It's a five for impact. There are so many iconic scenes that are parodied to ridiculous levels. King of the world. There is a there is an episode of Family Guy. Draw me like your French girls will be parodied. Um, there is a Simpsons opening couch gag where the couch hits an iceberg. Don't yeah, <laughs> new. Um, there new is one. everything. The the iconic sh- like the shot where she gets out of the car and she things up with her hat and uh the one where the car he scene. looks up the stairs at her as well. Yeah, there's the meme. It's a meme now. Yeah, it's been eighty four years. It's a five. It's a five for impact. I think just launching Jesus, Kate and Leo, it's a five. I think it's... Yeah. But also, like, it really... James Cameron had done a lot of great movies. Mm. But from this, is like, he is an epic director. Yeah, now it's, you expect a three-hour-long movie. Yeah. That is a half... It's a good story with half decent dialogue. So epic that it took him fifteen years to make Avatar two. Yeah, that's going to be long. I don't need to go and see that. No, I've seen Fern Gully too. Rewatchability. <laughs> it's long. It's long. It Which, feels longer than other movies of the same length. We marked it. We marked Gone with the Wind Patreon.com, f- down for. The fact that it's going to take a fair chunk yeah. out of your life to be able to rewatch it. I yeah. had to watch this in two parts. I watched in one go. Yeah. Only because I had the time. Yeah, I started it at like 7.30 and my bedtime's 9 o'clock. So mm. by about halfway through, I was starting to tire. I so was, I was like, I'm going to have to watch it again. You know why I felt it dragged? I was like, I've been watching this for a bit. Haven't seen a fucking iceberg yet. At one point, I was neither like, did the lookouts. Oh, at, one, <laughs> at one point, I was like, "Oh, just hit the fucking iceberg already." Yeah, because there's too much pre pre. There's like the build up of the story of the boat and who's on the boat. Before that, though, there's the this of the Bill Paxton shit. You know yeah, there's I mean? Bill Paxton, then setting up Kate and setting up Leo, then setting up Kate and Leo. Yeah, and then an iceberg, and then interspersed with that is. We're going to die. We're going to sink, yada, yada. Yeah, we're unsinkable. We're unsinkable. Yeah. We're arrogant American shipbuilders. And then it's like, it's unsinkable. Hits an iceberg. She's going to sink. Yeah. Hits one iceberg and like Kanicki's car just destroys it. Just like a fucking can opener. Maybe just that's where Kanicki got the idea from. Maybe. Fuck, I hope everyone's watched Grease. <laughs> If you haven't, oh, if you haven't watched watch Grease, it. come on. Stop listening to a movie podcast right now. I think if you hadn't watched Grease, you better shape up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <coughs> because Grease and Titanic go together. Yeah, like Whamalem and Ding Dong. <laughs> All right. It's a five for impact. Oh, um, rewatchability, I'll give it a, th- a three and a half. I'm going to give it a three. Because it's long and you know the ending. Both the ending of They're Gonna Sink and the ending of... Oop, oop. <laughs> the ending of... Oop, and the ending of... I'll never let go. Oh, I need that whistle. Fuck off, Jack. <laughs> I'll never let go. It, and then she's like, the boat's coming. Crack. Frozen fingers off. It was metam- metam- metaphorical. Metaphorically of say metamorphosis. Go. I, no, I, was, I thought it was <laughs> metaphorical, but then I stopped. 
Um, this is a good cocktail. Um, no mixer. That's clear. <laughs> it's Overall. letting go of the promise. So and the promise the, is to live and, on yeah. and have lots of and babies. And have lots of babies with a man you don't love. Not with Cal. No, with some other man because it's not Jack. Yeah, but you can love another person. <laughs> Maybe. Enough to have lots of babies. Yeah. Not enough to have sex in the back of an old Daimler. I think that okay. were cars then. Overall. I don't know. Oh, Overall. Okay. What haven't I said? What I said. I have a question. Yeah, okay. Why does she drop the fucking thing in the oh ocean? Oh, Jesus. This granddaughter. Okay. Yeah. If I was the granddaughter, I would have killed her in her sleep. She, <laughs> right? I have looked after you. You're an old fucking lady. You're 100 years old, right? 101. I have looked after you. I brought you in the helicopter with your fish. And the pic- all the pictures. And all the pictures. And then you had this diamond that is worth a shitload of money. Yep. And you never told anybody about it. No. And then, then we know it's a thing and you were around and you had it at once. And we also know that people, it's worth so much money that people are sending a whole submarine yes. fleet out for yeah. it. Yeah. I would be pissed if you did not leave that me in your will. Yeah, maybe she did, but you got to fucking get it from the Boop. bottom of Atlantic Ocean, Boop. which you might do because now you've rooted Bill Paxton and you're a couple. Yeah, Bill Paxton. Can I get just his don't get why she. Submarine. I just don't get why she threw it away. Can I ask a question? Oh, sell it because you you just right. You were rich. Then you were going to marry a rich guy. Now you're like, oh, I'm a no one. I you have rich, no money. Then you were poor. Then yeah. you needed to. Be rich again. Yeah. But then you were so pretty that you became a rich Hollywood actress. I assume she's rich. Well, I don't know if she's As rich. As 101. She just went around the world doing things, like riding a horse the like a man and shit. If she's still very wealthy at 100, uh, very healthy at 101, she's rich. Well, well I don't know. Because then it's like, oh, I don't know. My question like, is. Where, yeah. Go continue. My question is, if you were taking a submarine down to one of the most iconic dives in history, would you have made a window that's a little bit bigger than this martini oh, glass? Just so you don't have to like look through it like this? <laughs> one at a time. God. It's the tiniest windows ever. Yeah. I spent 15 bucks to go in a submarine off the coast of Kauai and I had big, bigger windows. There's bigger windows on planes. I Wait, wasn't. Well, I wasn't, planes are bigger than that. I anyway. also wasn't four kilometers under the ocean no. in Hawaii, <laughs> but apparently crabs oh. can survive four kilometers down under the water. Yeah, there wasn't enough marine life for me down there. I thought there. there was too much. No, but like it's on the, the way down, of, you don't see anything. You see a fish and a crab. Yeah, because it was filmed in an infinity pool in Hollywood. <laughs> you see a fish and a crab and a minimum chips. Oh, we got to do our menu log order for or after this. Or is it a minimum? Ships. Hey. Um, one is the minimum. Menu log order after. One is the minimum ships. <laughs> I will say it drags a bit only because it takes too long to set up the story. Well, it doesn't take too long to set up the story. It sets up the stories yep. and then keeps going. Yeah. Um, the ending shits me. Um and I don't like that Leonardo got top billing over Kate Winslet. He was slightly bigger. No, but yeah, but at the of, of a of a celebrity, yes. Yeah, but in the movie, 
No, but that's how they do the billing. Yeah, I know, but it still annoyed me. Can I be unprofessional and pull my phone out for something I forgot to do in Impact? Yeah. Fan theories. Is it to say, why would Billy Zane go back to her for her? It kind of goes against the character they made him. We've already gone through that. Um, what else have and I said? And there's a random kid just alone in this hallway. I so would have... Okay, also... No, he's not alone. The if, dad's in the cabin. If I was in this scenario and I was Rose and Jack was thing... You would have left him. Uh, no, I would have got lost. I would oh, have run out the thing in the ship and then this way and then I got the axe and I knew where to go back. I would have been like, fuck, all these hallways look the same. Also, Jack just makes up where he's going. He's like, let's go this way, let's go yeah. this way. And then just ends up at a stairs. Yeah, and then he ends up in the thing and then he ends up on the top. Fabrizio! And bastardo. I want to go back to Impact and talk about fan theories. I'm adding fan theories oh, okay. to Impact. Impact. All right. Okay. Sure. Here's a fan theory about Jack. There's a few funny ones. This is on cosmopolitan.com. Oh. So if you're ever reading a girly magazine. Not a girly magazine, tits out girly. Yeah. A magazine, a, a for, magazine girls. for girls. Like Cosmo. Or Cleo. Here's or Dolly. I'm going to come back to theory number one because it's the big one. But theory number two. Jack died as the ship was sinking and his ghost found the door for Rose. <laughs> that makes no sense. That is somebody going, why wouldn't he get on the door? Yep. That is the answer. I'm okay. not going to even read into this. I'm not going to read the full thing of that. Um, Rose suffered a psychotic episode on the Titanic and made Jack up. Nope. Which also doesn't make sense because numerous characters have conversations with Jack. Yep. Including Cal... The mum, Kathy Bates, the dad from CSR, uh, the dad from Alias, the dad, dad from, from Jumanji. Jumanji. Also Fabrizio, who knew him before he got on the boat. Yes, and yep. Sven. Old Rose is a straight-up liar, and you can blame her age and possible dementia. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Jack is Jay Gatsby. Oh, fuck off. This is direct Jesus. quote. This one is super fun. In brief, after having dinner in first class, Jack decides he likes the fancy lifestyle and comes up with a f f uh, plan to get rich fast. Enter the heart of the ocean. This this bit doesn't make sense. Good. After drawing so Rose, far, none of it makes sense. After drawing Rose with the necklace, he takes it and replaces it with a replica. Where do you get the, the replica from? In the jeweler's thing he's got Where down he in the steerage. Jesus. When they're in the water after the ship sinks, Jake fakes, Jack fakes his own death, ends up on home soil in 1912 and changes his name to Jay Gatsby. As the book and its many film adaptations tell us, Jay is a private person who likes to keep his past to himself. He's also afraid of swimming, perhaps because he's forever traumatised by water from the whole Titanic episode. This one. There's, there's another one. Rose is Sarah Connor's grandmother. That's what I was saying before about the James Cameron universe. Branching off the time traveller theory. So oh th God. that's another one. If you're going to do this to every movie, Jack, I'm going to get so annoyed. Jack is a time traveller. Yes. Right? Sent back in time. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jack mentions Lake Wasota, a lake he once fished in. The man-made lake wasn't built until 1917. Ooh. Jack makes the promise... That must be a theory of her character, not just an error in the writing. Jack makes a promise to go on the roller coaster at Santa Monica Pier, which also wasn't built until much later. 
Jesus. Um, the theory also suggests that Jack gambled for a ticket on the Titanic because he simply didn't have any currency from 1912. And okay. apparently he time-travelled back to stop Rose from um, getting off the sh- uh, jumping off the ship. But also if you're a time-traveller, you know that the Titanic crashes. So yeah, so maybe sending- save everybody's life. But also, like, there's no point sending stopping her jumping off because she's going to die anyway. But she yep. doesn't die because you, your ghost finds her the door. Focus the door. Now, Rose okay. is Sarah Connor's grandmother. Branching off the time traveller theory, this notion connects Titanic to Terminator. What if Jack went back in time to save Rose to ensure Sarah Connor existed in 1984? Mmm. Mmm. But someone else says that Jack time travelled to the Titanic in 1912 only after a Terminator was sent to kill Rose. But perhaps instead of killing Rose outright, the Terminator decided to plot a more elaborate scheme to get Rose to die by killing Rose's father and leaving Rose and Ruth with a legacy of bad debts. And Rose's desperation was all part of the machine's much more subtle plan to alter the future. Oh, my God. Forcing Rose into a situation where she had to marry Cal in order to ensure our survival. So, but why? As opposed to Arnold Schwarzenegger just rocks up with a machine gun. Like, Terminators aren't subtle. No. No. They're killing machines. Here's fan theory number one. Oh, God. That wasn't the worst one. There was room for both Jack and Rose on the door. Oh, that's an on... Okay. Did anybody else see that when they both tried to get on the door, the door couldn't stay afloat? I've done another, a, a bit of research. Really? Okay. And so did Mythbusters. Yes. The average size door... If it was made out of solid oak, right? So there's displacement theory. Yeah. Right? If your weight is more than the weight of the object you're on, you'll sink because the weight. Yeah. Something floats if it displaces less water mass than the object. Yeah. Right? So the, the. Weight of a door is spread out enough that it doesn't displace the weight of the door and doesn't sink. Okay? Yes. Science, bitch. Add rows to that. Yeah. Okay? It displaces more water, but still not enough. Yes. Add jack to that. Yeah. The average solid oak, I'm assuming, door weighs 190 pounds. Yeah. For some reason... There is an article that mentions Kate Winslet's weight. Actually, not for some reason. She's a woman in Hollywood. Yeah. She weighs, apparently, I'm not judging weight. Yeah. 169 pounds. The average human male weighs 190 pounds, the same as a solid oak door. Yeah, okay. So if you add Jack and Rose... It's too heavy. It's too displaced. Yeah. So it's not about space. It's about about water displacement and weight. Mythbusters said that it could have happened if they'd taken their life belts off and put them under the door. That would have increased the buoyancy of the door. Yeah, but they didn't know that. They didn't know that, and they're also half dead because it was fucking freezing. Yeah, and they just had sex. Yeah. His brain was still... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. Yes, there was room on the door, but there wasn't enough weight. So that's the that so theory they, he, done. They both would have died. Okay. Okay. Shut overall, up, everybody. Overall, I'm ready to give my score. Okay. 
Actually, one more thing. The evacuation is an absolute shit show. This is what I mean. With people in these things, they don't know how to do it. Also, dumb idiots putting not enough lifeboats. Yeah, but they're not dumb, but they did it on purpose because they don't care about the lower class. They, yeah, okay, and it didn't look good to have so many. Yeah. People wouldn't believe it was unsinkable. Will the lifeboats be seated according to class? Shut the fuck up, mum. Push her off. The mum, the mum, what happened to the mum? She made friends with Kathy Bates. Oh, God, they would not, they did not get along. No, they became lesbians. Ooh, there yeah. you go. That's American Horror Story 1912. <laughs> I don't know, just because Kathy Bates is there. Lesbians aren't horrible. No, it's, Kathy, <laughs> it's a Kathy Bates <laughs> reference and it's a Ryan Murphy show, so gay. Oh, okay, right, yeah. yeah. Um, so they maybe they go and start the coven yep. that ends up being American Horror Story Coven. There you go. Is that three? Yep. Okay. Or is it two? Emma Roberts. Is it two or three? It's three. Is that the one with Sarah Paulson in it? Uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. The, the um, one, Ryan it's Murphy. The one, it's <laughs> the one um, American Horror Story with uh, Sarah Paulson and Jessica yeah, okay. Lange. Okay, yeah. good. Um. I'm going to give it – okay, also the ending annoyed me with the whole they walk and then up the stairs and then he's there and everybody who died is there. And, and they kiss. And they kiss and everybody claps. Yeah. Cheesy. But, hey, I'm giving it a f- – oh, fuck. I'm giving, I'm giving it, it a 4. 4.25. Ooh. This is overtaken Gone with the Wind. Jesus. I'm calling it. Okay, well, let's just find out, shall we? So, the total score that we have out of 100 is, why is it not coming up? Is (laughs) 66.25. That's big. Which has now become top spot. Above Gone with the Wind at 58? 62.75. Well done. It's going to be tough to find a one star on Google. Oh, fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to have a break and then we'll be back with some Google reviews. Yes. Two drinks in a bar. Okay. Reviews from Google. One star. One star. This person was an Occupy Wall Street, I reckon. This movie is an allegory on how the rich elite sacrifice the poor in order to continue living opulently. Nope, Rose it's had, just a love story. Rose had plenty of room on that plank to share with Jack, but she left him to die, sacrificing his life for her own comfort. There you have it, folks. This ain't no love story. It's a stark confession of how the rich get rich and stay rich by crapping all over the poor. Some theorists believe that the Titanic was sunk on purpose to eliminate opposition to the creation of the Federal Reserve Bank. Jesus. Some of the wealthiest men in the world were aboard Titanic, um, some of whom were allegedly opposing the creation of a US central bank. Mm. No. This movie is the best film ever with wonderful acting, directing, storyline, costume design and way more. This movie is so good. Titanic makes me laugh and cry and it does a fantastic job of showing the history of Titanic with also showing a beautiful romantic story. The ending when Rose passes and gets united with Jack is just magical. Of course, I was sad that Jack died, but I feel like if James Cameron had not killed him, 
Okay, James Cameron didn't kill. <laughs> it would have been the happy ending that so many people's family members wished for and never got because of the horrible tragedy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not like her auntie wanted a happy ending in the movie. <laughs> this movie is amazing and I highly recommend it. If you have not seen Titanic, please do it. It is absolutely incredible. You will not regret it. Five million out of five stars. Wow. <laughs> five million. I absolutely hate this movie so much. I think this person doesn't understand how love works. Okay, right. I would As give opposed it, to the last person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would give it zero stars if I could. The love story is nothing special and it is, in fact, very, very dumb. Jack and Rose have absolutely no nice memories together. All their memories that they have together are either average or super, super stupid and unnecessary. When they went to the party together, it was a nice memory, but Rose has many nice memories with other people. When Jack saved Rose from jumping, she was never going to jump anyways. When Jack drew Rose naked, Rose didn't care about Jack's drawing skills. She just wanted him to see her naked because if she cared about his drawing skills, she would just say, draw me like one of your French girls wearing this. (laughs) When Rose and Jack did the car scene... How old is this person? (laughs) When Rose and Jack did the car scene, it was also so unnecessary and stupid. The love story is also so predictable. It is so obvious that Rose and Jack will fall in love. And it is another one of those girls hates boy, girl likes boy, girl loves boy type of love stories. (laughs) If you play Titanic out to the end, Rose and Jack would have (laughs) totally split up because Rose would be living under a bridge with Jack. Jesus. Oh. Apparently, love is just, you can only fall in love with someone after you've made fun memories with them. Oh, okay, of course. Yeah. And having sex with someone that you're attracted to is unnecessary and stupid. Mm. According to whoever uh, that person is. I am 27 years old. This movie came out when I was three and I just watched it for the first time. Good backstory. And I am kicking myself in the behind for not watching it way before now. This is the best movie and the greatest love story I've ever seen. This movie really got me in the feelings. They could not have chosen anyone better than Leonardo DiCaprio. He is gorgeous. And Kate Winslet to was play that Jack Manning, and Rose. That, that, you. that, that was them. <laughs> Jack and Rose. They played those characters with so much heart and feeling that it almost seemed like real life. Well, that's acting. You could tell they really gave it their all and I cried like a baby at the end. And the music, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion, was the perfect song for this movie. It just moves me. And the way they recreated Titanic was phenomenal. From all the rooms to the staircase and to the actual sinking of the ship made you feel like you were there in real life. Like I said, you will not be disappointed. The greatest love story ever. One star, this person. The only good part of this movie is when it sinks and they fill rooms with water and use models of the boat. Other than that, this movie is boring and just plain unnecessary. Don't waste three hours and 14 minutes of your life watching this drivel of a movie. Do something better with your life. I love when they put the exact thing in it. Like, 
By far the amazing movie in all types of genres. I have watched and happy to spare three hours of my life to get to watch such a fantastic movie. It's amazing and literally the last scenes were heart-wrenching and I felt that I was watching the exact same event happening on 15th April 1912. (laughs) This didn't feel like a movie or a romance movie, rather a real-time video of all the events taking place on that ill-fated day. Great job. This movie will feel new and as exciting no matter how many times you watch. Kudos to Leonardo and Kate for such a great movie, which will be loved by all generations to come. Wow. Oh, People I have opinions. I tell you what, Lee, whatever we're doing next week, I've made it better actually, live up to the hype. I've made an excellent choice. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Okay. Um... All right. Is it Revolutionary Roads starring Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio? Released on June 30, 1997. So it's also 25 years. It was uh, not a $2 billion movie. Oh, damn. Its budget was $110 million and it mm. took $160 million. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Um, Directed. Oh no! Do you want to guess? Nineteen ninety-seven. You mentioned Goodwill Hunting the other day, but I don't think the budget would have been that big. Continue. Directed by Jan Devont. Who the fuck is Jan Devont? <laughs> exactly. Um, oh no, Jan, Jan Debont. Debont. I misread that. Debont and Pelly. Not Bont and Pelly. Jan Debont. Jan Debont. Um, who? I have no idea who that is, so I'm not going to get it. Um, Roger Ebert. Really liked it, and he was well, pretty that much. Could be anything. No, he was pretty much the only critic that liked it. What was a shit movie in? <gasps> it wasn't Batman and Robin. No. Oh. Uh, it is a sequel with a connection to Titanic in some way. <laughs> Titanic two. No. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is it Speed two? <laughs> No, it's Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh, Thank you. Oh, God. (laughs) No. We had to because... We have to do that before the first one? We've gone from Titanic... Oh, no. To a disaster of a movie. uh, To another cruise ship crashing. You haven't seen it? Oh, no. I probably saw it once when it first came out. Um, It's uh, it's one of... Speed is one of your favourites. Yeah. Like, Speed is a five nostalgia. I'm not me. expecting a lot no, because only I. Roger Ebert liked it. Keanu Reeves didn't even sign on for no. Speed 2 Cruise Control. No. Willem Dafoe, Sandra Bullock, Jason Patrick. Don't even know who he is. Yeah. That's all right. Um, the only, other than Sandra Bullock, the only cast similarity is the the um, tune man whose car gets wrecked in speed. He's in this some at oh, some really? point as well. <laughs> yeah. I had a quick look through the cast. Oh. All right. Speed 2, Cruise Control. All right. We are going from... I know the saying is the ridiculous to the sublime. We're going the opposite way. We're going the sublime to the ridiculous. (laughs) The sublime to the ridiculous. All right. Speed 2, Cruise Control. We've got to connect that to Titanic.
Sandra Bullock was in Practical Magic with Nicole Kidman, who was in Cold Mountain with Jude Law, who was in The Holiday with Kate Winslet. Oh, good. All right. That's it. Sandra Bullock beat Kate Winslet for an Oscar. Done. (laughs) (laughs) I I still feel like... They both have boats that crash. There's got to be some Tom Hanks to Sandra Bullock connection. After Speed 2, can we do Speed 3, Glacier of Doom? (laughs) There's some connection. There's got to be a Sandra Bullock's... Sandra Bullock, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Well, listeners, if you... Or watchers, if you have something, jump into the... Uh, two Drink Cinema Facebook group. Mm. We'll put up our six degrees uh, and then you can do better. Yeah, you can do better. I'm sure you can. can. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. We will be next week watching Speed 2 Cruise Control. Make sure you've hit subscribe on your podcast platform or on YouTube. Give us a rating and review and... Head over and follow Rainbow Popcorn Pod as well for more movies there. Boop. Two drinks in a mug.